Make sure to stay after for a little bit of bonus footage. You're welcome. Hello, everybody, and welcome to What's Your Story? Today's episode is called The Comeback. Today's a little bit different because we have a special guest with us. Her name is Dania. She is my sister, and she has epilepsy. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about her life with epilepsy. So welcome to the show. Hello, Marisol. Hello. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Let's just hop right in. How old were you when you got your first seizure? I was 12 years old. Do you remember anything about it? I remember in school getting my my book bag from there. I really can't remember much waking up in the hospital. You don't remember how that seizure felt? It was just sort of like, what is this? What's going on? It was confusing. I have no idea why I'm in the hospital. Talking slow, didn't really understand what I'm, why I'm in the hospital. How did I end up in the hospital? Do you remember what it was like when mom and dad explained what it was that was happening to you? No, because every time that I get a seizure, I, I'm so confused for quite a bit of time, trying to put things together, but I, my brain just doesn't really comprehend. When did you realize that you had epilepsy? The word epilepsy, when I end up in the hospital and they were talking about it, and I'm thinking that this is the first time and the last time when I kept on getting more seizures, then I thought that that's my life. They didn't understand it, but they didn't really look into it because they, they didn't know what it was. <laughs> that was sort of normal for you. Correct. Wow. Once you got your first seizure, was it a lot of doctor visits? Do you remember just constantly going to the doctor or was it a situation of it happened once, let's just move on? I, I feel it's, I go to the hospital many times, but... I'm thinking, okay, let's check. Okay, how you doing? Okay, uh, epilepsy. Speaking about epilepsy, you don't. I didn't understand much. So, okay, thank you, doctor. Okay, more medicine, more medicine, more medicine. That's that's pretty much it. Do you remember going back to school, like after your your seizures? Like, what was it like? Did you feel different? Felt definitely, definitely different. I felt that everybody had looked at me. I don't know if they did or not. I really had no idea. But I felt as if I'm, I'm going to go to school now and everybody's look at me. They're going to be asking and stuff like that. There I felt like, okay, nobody looked at me, didn't ask. Okay, so nobody really knew. Okay, so you weren't bullied or anything like that? Not at all, no. Oh, lucky. That's good. <laughs> so now let's talk about dating with epilepsy. Did any of the boyfriends, because at 16, 15, we like boys, <laughs> right? Let's face it, the truth. Was that ever a topic that you spoke about with them? No. Nobody? Nobody, no. Wow. <laughs> Not at all. Because to me, I'm thinking, okay, he's going to be my boyfriend. Whatever happens, just pretty much let it keep on rolling. And if it happens, he knew then, then we'll speak about it. But I did not really want to speak about what, what happens with okay. an epilepsy. Yeah. So I feel that, but that they, didn't, they didn't have to know. Fair enough. So now let's talk about a little bit. You go to school with your older sister. So she, you guys are barely a year apart. And now it's time she's going to graduate. What happens with you? She was about to graduate. I asked in school, what would I have to do to do my my gym, my the food, uh, all the things that has to be done to pretty much do it quicker. And they just, they said, okay, all you have to do is take a certain amount of summertime school. And from there, I could graduate. I, I was already surprised. Very happy. Okay, so did it. 
And you were able to graduate a year early. Yes. <laughs> I was very happy. <laughs> wow. So it was easy for you. Yes. <laughs> You're out of high school. You go to college. You get pregnant. Then you get married. <laughs> so at this point, where do you guys go to live? We started living in upstate New York. Okay. And then after that? After that, we went to Okinawa, Japan. How did you get to Okinawa? <laughs> My husband and I, he asked me, tell me a place where you would like to live. I said, okay, I would like to live in a place like, mm, I'm thinking hard. And I said, a place like Japan. And then he, he laughed at me. He said, come on, Japan, you know how far this is? I said, okay, okay. So uh, what else would you think we should go? Overnight, think about it. And then tomorrow, we'll, you, you, you let me know. Okay. So he goes to work, comes back home. Did you come back and find out where you wanted to live? I said, I found a few places, but I'm thinking maybe New York. Why do you want to go back to New York? Well, it's either New York or Japan. And then he started, <laughs> <laughs> he started laughing. He said, you really want to go to Japan? I said, it's a dream for me. So he didn't say anything. The following day, he says, guess what? And then he showed me a paper. And it's uh, to go to Japan. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's crazy. So, okay. So you get to Japan. How are your seizures at that point? Oh, no. It was the worst yet, but most of the time ended up at a hospital close by because uh, when, the, when the seizures, when it came to seizures, my seizures go from one episode to another one. It gets worse and worse and worse. So now what are your seizures like? My seizures start, the right hand starts shaking. I start getting kind of scary, kind of like antsy, kind of like I, I, I'm moving around like, uh, um... Somebody, somebody in the house usually is sitting me, okay? Then I say, um, um, you, you think you're getting a seizure? Then I, I, over my head, I say, yes. Okay, so then, so here, Dania, drink some water, we'll take you to the hospital. Now, something to make note of is you get pregnant in Japan, you have your second daughter, and now your epilepsy is just out of control. At this point, you haven't been working. After you first got married... And then after that, you just stayed home taking care of the kids. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there was one particularly really bad day where you had just gotten so many seizures in a row. The medication wasn't helping. Your husband ended up taking you to the hospital that you had to get helicoptered from Japan to Hawaii and then from Hawaii to Washington. In Washington, what happened? In Washington, I ended up in the hospital. And from there, I do not remember for how long I was in the hospital. I was flown, but do not remember where I was. So now, the biopsy. What happened there? They said, okay, we're going to have to do a biopsy. And I didn't know what, that, what a biopsy is. He spoke and said, you need a biopsy because uh, we want to find out what's going on in your brain. Let me speak with mom and dad, see what they would think about that. And mom said, no, 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 just bring her home, bring her home. And then as a, as a wife, I said, you know what? I believe him. Let's go ahead and do the biopsy. If you believe in that, I'll be better Then go ahead and do the biopsy. Unfortunately, if I'm correct, nothing definitive was said. They tried to diagnose you MS. They tried to diagnose you a number of things. But at the end of the day, it's just epilepsy. Now, after this... You get pregnant. Correct. So now you have your third daughter. What happened with that pregnancy? My ex and I and the doctor had spoken about 
and and about an abortion. And he had said, "What do you think?" I said, "No." Now, why were why were they even contemplating abortion? I believe that it's because everything that that is going on with the brain and the losing weight so drastically so fast. It was a threat to your life. Correct. I did not plan on getting that doing that at all. Why? Because if I don't make it, but the baby makes it, it's okay. If I just go ahead and go ahead and get rid of the baby, then I would feel so I would be terrible. I would feel feel like a terrible mom. You have the baby, which is my wonderful and amazing <laughs> niece, part of the three wonderful amazing nieces I have. Okay. At this point, I just want to talk a little bit about the effects that the epilepsy had on you. But before we get into that, after you have your daughter, a series of unfortunate events occur where you end up coming back home. And this was around 2006, right around when our amazing nephew was born. At this point, I remember seeing you just this shred of a woman. So one day, our mom asked you to grab a glass of water. And I remember you going over to the sink. And you knew that it came from the sink, but you didn't know what water was. Like you were like, uh, I just remember seeing how long it took you to put together what water was that you needed a glass. So through that, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's true. That's the thing. It's true. But I just remember seeing depression on you weight gain which it was great that you were gaining weight at one point because you came to the house and you were so skinny you didn't have your kids and I mean it wasn't a situation where you were capable of taking care of them it's completely understandable why that would have occurred it would have been more beneficial for them to stay with their father but at what point did it start to get better for you and um There was a man that lives a few houses from from our, from our block, and I was selling Avon, mm-hmm. like I was selling I was selling a product, and he was very happy with the product I was selling, not for 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 himself but for his wife. So okay, here you go, sir. And from there on, uh, I kept on, you know, I kept on. Going around, going around, and he's the only one that continued, uh, you know, like passing by and hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? So m- most of the time he was in front of his house. Thing is, when I, when I started, when I moved here, I couldn't read, I could not write, I could not pick up a cup, and then to pick up a cup and put water in the cup, uh, it takes me so long. Time-wise, I have no idea. In, in my brain, I had to look for the search for the cup. Okay, my brain says, here's the cup. Okay, the cup, now water. Now to think water, water. What is water? I can't put water together with water and cup until I say, oh, drink. Okay, drink water. Okay, now, th- that's how my brain was working. That, that's, that, that's how everything made sense to me. And everything was taking so long. Everything was taking so long. And to me, it was normal. But there are times it made me cry. So I'm, I would think, excuse me, you're in my way. Oh, oh no. Let me go ahead and, 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 and I'm in somebody's way. So let me get out of here. Go to my room and start crying. Or get or get sad or keep myself busy because I'm, I'm, I'm bothering somebody. And that is terrible. It still happens now. <laughs> it does. It still happens now. And and I'm 40-something. 40, 40 in my 40s. So now going back to the guy that you were selling the Avon to. 
how did it get how did it get better for you? Right. Okay. So so my friend and I, we 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 started talking about about a book. With that book, we are so into the book, which was the Bible. The Bible, right? We we're in the Bible, and from there, we are learning so much. We were, I, I was it was took me so long to understand. I'm still trying to be a silly person that that I'm trying to understand and ha ha ha. And he he still looks at me and says, you know, he would say, "Well, I don't know what you're saying, but okay, just let's continue on what I, whatever you know whatever he was thinking." And then my brain's thinking somewhere else, and he's <laughs> trying to tell me. Uh, he's still reading about talking about what he was talking about. So at this point, how did how did it get better for you? For me, we were reading from the Bible over and over, and I finally understood little by little. Little by little takes me it has taken me years. Finally, little by little understanding and putting these letters together and just speak about basically the Bible and trying to put things together and makes me feel so much. Make me feel freer. So the key for you has been repetition. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> I remember sitting down one day with you, and you put together a sentence so eloquently that I was blown away. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is a woman that halfway through a sentence walk away from me, <laughs> all, and all now the time. you're forming these full, very witty sentences <laughs> and jokes and such <laughs> that." My worst joke was when I asked you for a utensil and you said, forget about it. <laughs> worst joke to this day. I asked her for a fork. She said, forget about it. You still remember? Oh, it's terrible. It hurts my heart. But at that point, I was just being blown away by it. And to other people, this may seem like a stupid thing. But when your child brings home their first sentence or their first paragraphs you're proud yes you're proud of seeing that you put it on the fridge Mm -hmm. they draw their first picture and you lose your mind you take pictures of you post it on facebook you want to show everybody the world and that's how i felt when i was able to have full-on conversations with you and and actually realize that what you're putting together are are actual words and Mm -hmm. and and expressing your thoughts and ideas i could see it happening in your brain faster than it did before wow i just find it so amazing that you could come from a situation where getting out of bed was a struggle yes finding a reason because let's think about this you're back at home with your mom you got the divorce papers on like a regular tuesday you don't have your children with you so really how do you carry on but there's a driving force behind you that whether you believe it or not or you know it or not is there and it keeps you going and you know that you have something to fulfill and you're not there yet. So somewhere along the line, you're still on that journey. I can't be any more proud of you and how far you've come. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I just kind of want you to know that because you're trying your hardest but at the end of the day, you only see yourself as somebody who's still in the way. Oh, definitely. And that's sad because you've come very far <laughs> from an individual that graduated early because she was bored mm-hmm. to a person who took two weeks to recuperate from a seizure and now bounces back in three days, now has a voice. <laughs> But is still trembling to find her way. Oh, yes. Because she's stuck in old Danielsville. 
and courageous and tremendous of you. <laughs> but is there something that you want to tell anybody going through epilepsy and doubting themselves and doubting who they can be or what they can achieve or find that they're at the beginning of their journey? You are so in the beginning of the journey. Look, seek, and ye shall find. And you will definitely find what you're looking for. But it's hard. It's a hard journey. I know it's hard, but you're going to be there one day. And you're going to say, oh, wow, you know what? I think I got it. So confusing, so twists and turns. So many twists and turns. I'm still in them. But one day you find there, you say, you know what? This is good. There's something that I wrote. Epilepsy. Refuse to talk about epilepsy since the beginning. I refused for anyone to find out, to speak about my life with the condition. I thought it was normal, but refused to talk about it. I was and am still quite embarrassed, confused, very tired after every epilepsy. Ep uh, epilepsy makes the, the body very, very tired. In 2016, no more hospital visits. I'm very happy. And that's my story. <laughs> Thank you. That's a comeback if ever I've heard one. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you so much for stopping by and sharing your story with us, giving us insight on epilepsy. I appreciate that. Thank you for listening. This has been What's Your Story, and today's episode was The Comeback. See you next time. Bye. Now I have to re re return it, rewind it over and over because I'm like, what's my brain doing? I, 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 I'm like, I can't laugh at anything. What's going on here? I'm saying, yeah. Tough. <laughs> and it's not that I'm finding it funny, but I'm like, rewind it again. It doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah, that ha yeah, that happens. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I'm like, sheesh. A lot of times I look at a show and I'm like, the hell did I just watch? <laughs>